We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 88 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I write about games for a long, long time in a lot of places. I work for IGN and most recently Pixel K, and I'm also the mother of a four, very soon to be five-year-old. Steven is joining me today, just Steven. Regina, uh, her it's our daughter's birthday, so happy birthday to Regina's daughter. It's exciting. She says she has in-laws coming in, which I completely understand why. Super she busy. Yeah, why she would need to skip us. Uh, I totally get it. Um, but then I'm joined, as always, uh, by Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. I'm pretty good. Uh, game is out. My husband's game is out for real. Uh, like for now. real, for real. For real, for real. Well, if you pre-ordered the certain edition, ultimate edition, or whatever, you got to start the playing. ultimate digital edition. Yeah, you got to you got to start playing on Friday. So, but the full thing is out now for everybody to play, or everybody who, for everybody, everybody just bought it. Everybody who bought it can play now. Let me just put it that way. So, and I will let you know that the uh, the networking is being monitored very very closely by my husband for many many hours to make sure that there's no latency or there's very little lag and i know this because he came home from work he's like i gotta do some work stuff he goes into his office and he doesn't come out until it's time to put anna to bed so yeah so i thought crunch was over yeah, no, no, this, not anymore. This is uh, it's this game is it's going to be ongoing. It's going to be ongoing because there's other release stuff coming. Uh, that's all I can say. There's other stuff coming. But yeah, so the um, yeah. Well, I mean, there's always more stuff coming. It's a video game. I yeah, mean, right. But more stuff coming. That's going to keep him occupied probably for the rest of this year, honestly. So. um, So, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been super crazy crunch like the last couple weeks were crazy crunch but for the most part it's just he's you'll be traveling a lot and just have late nights here and there um but we can not bad that. yeah i mean it could be worse it could be yes definitely could be um and then uh, i also went to the launch party which was very very cool it was all ages so we got to take anna she thought it was the best party in the world because she got to eat as much ice cream and cake as she wanted to and we plied her with oh, yeah? I, I knew that she was going to be bored at this party because he's a game developer team party like, hey, let's go to the bar and drink. And, you know, people sitting down and playing the game on live streams and whatnot. There's not a lot of interest for little kids. Um, yeah. So they had an ice cream like cart by the one wall with like all kinds of popsicles and stuff in it. So Isaac, like as soon as we got in the door and we saw Isaac, Isaac's like, I see ice cream over there. Maybe you should go over there. So we went over there and I sat with her um, because he got introduced and I had to do some talking with the team and whatnot. And then he had to go play on the live stream. And um, But it turns out that they actually did have some cool games set up. They had like a mini Plinko thing set up. You know, not nowhere near as tall as the one on the prices, right? Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, but still that type of thing. And Anna, uh, she, she played it. She she won on every – they gave her three chances. She got a winner on all three. 
which was pretty awesome. And it wasn't like they were giving it to her or something. Like, she dropped it down from the top and got a win on every single one. So, so that was cool. Um, Good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so how about you? How are things going in Deutzman land? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I mean, things are good. I will say um, that I am one week away from the Switch arrival. <laughs> um, a week and two days. Right. So we are very excited about that. I just paid off my copy of Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. last night at the the retail establishment where one pre-orders games that I'm not allowed to mention in front of you because you get angry at me. Um, so I'm I'm keeping that, you know, I'm keeping it under lock. But and I uh, started today to pay off my copy of One Two Switch. <laughs> okay. So I started on that, um, because that's what I do. I do a one at a time. Yeah. Um, trying to work out the time off with the day job for that Friday because yeah. there's no way I'm gonna be able to work. Like as soon as that thing comes to my house yeah i'm not i'm not gonna be able to work so um i was like okay so here's the thing guys this thing is coming to me by amazon as soon as it is in my house i'm not gonna be of any value to you so how do you want to do this do you want to put me on the schedule for the entire day and then i just call you and tell you that i'm leaving and then you know or do you want me to just take the whole day off and then i come in for however long i come in and they were like, just take the whole day off, mm-hmm. and then whenever you leave, you leave. I mean, the reality is I'm scheduled at 8, and uh-huh. GameStop where – oh, I said it. Oh, it's The fine. store that must it's not fine. be named. It's fine. Um, doesn't open until 10. So, I mean, the reality is even if the Switch showed up at 8, there's nothing I could do without Zelda. <laughs> right? Yes. So um, – but I will say I am super jealous of all of the uh, bigger outlets that got their switches uh, two days ago uh-huh. uh, on Monday and Tuesday. Um, pictures of all these people like gloriously holding on to their very little tiny boxes because <laughs> I was expecting a bigger box for that their switch. And they are very small. Um, made me really I had a twinge of jealousy. I was like, man, wh- where's mine? Why can't why don't you guys send me one? And then I was like, oh, because I'm little. Um <laughs> My uh, cousin Peter, uh-huh. who works for GameSpot, yeah. is uh, currently playing it. He can't tell me anything about it. Wow. He can confirm that it is a thing that can be played. It is, in fact, a video game. <laughs> so there we go. We know that Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a video game. Fabulous. That's it. Fabulous. That's it. We know it's a video game. Um, I can't wait, man. And and also, you know what else I can't wait for? What's Horizon that? Zero Dawn. I know. My God. That review, that review embargo dropped, and everybody else, everybody hit the Twitter and was like, "Hey, by the way, now that we can't get in trouble for saying this, everyone play this game." And I was like, "Yeah, man, are you looking forward to it?" Yes, I'm looking forward to it. I'm steering clear of the reviews, though. Oh, you um, haven't read any of them? I haven't read any of them. I mean, some of some of the outlets will throw their number like right up there, like Gamespot does that. It's like just to the title. Verizon, Heroes on, uh, <laughs> Horizon, Zero Heroes Dawn, on. Zero Dawn Review 9. That's basically all that I need to know. I'm like, well, somebody thinks it's good, so that's a good thing, you know, so. That would be my cousin, that that was my cousin Peter, actually. Oh, okay. Um, And interestingly enough, because he and I talked about this briefly, he had no interest in the game going in. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Um. And just because it just didn't, you know, yeah, it didn't really grab him, which is fine. I mean, he plays a lot of games. 
yeah. senior review editor for GameSpot. He plays a fair share. So I think it's reasonable for him to just say, uh, no, I'm not going to play that. Uh-huh. Or I'm not, you know, because he only has, we only have so much time. We are humans. Yeah. But through just the way everything worked out, he ended up getting put on the review. Hmm. And he was like, man, let me tell you. I mean, the fact that a guy who had zero interest in the game in the first place gave it a nine, I uh-huh. think that says something. Yeah. Um. So this game, and I've already, you know, I've, I've actually sent tweets out to some of the reviewers to be like, hey, you know, what do you think about how, you know, gory, how gory is this? Can you compare it to like an Avengers movie? You know, what do you think? Uh-huh. And, and generally, the answer that I have gotten is 90% of the time you're fighting robots. Yeah. So it's um. So this is going to be one. I- I'm excited because I think this is a game I'm going to be able to share with my older son. Mm. Um, and I think it's really cool that he's ten, right? Yeah. One of like maybe the first real big open world adventure game that he will ever play. Yeah. Has a female as the main character. Yeah. Yeah. If that's... you think about that, like that's that's important to me. Yeah. For him to have that experience before he like plays Assassin's Creed in a couple years. Right. I mean, I guess theoretically in a couple of years she could be it could be a girl there too, but I have a guarantee of a female protagonist yeah. in unless that's the big reveal, but <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I think that would I think that would have made some people angry. Um, yeah. So man, I, I can't so. wait. I can't wait. That's yeah. next Wednesday. This next week. Or next yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, next week. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I wanna play it so bad. Yeah. Well I wanna play it so bad. Are you gonna get it or not? Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Okay. Um, I talked to my wife about it, and um, cause she's, she's the one that's like responsible. Uh huh. Like we know this. Like I'm not. So like she's the one that's in charge of like things being responsible. Go figure. She's the one that that busted out and bought herself a 3ds XL Pikachu special edition thing. But that was for her birthday. So yeah. Birthday. Um, but um, you know, I was like, I, I kind of need this, <laughs> and she's like, well. It comes out three days before the Switch, and you're going to need something to do while I'm playing Zelda. And I was like, oh, but we don't. But then I was like, but we only have one TV. And she goes, ah, Switch, you don't need a TV. And I was like, oh, my God. Nice, um, nice, nice. So, so I mean, that's legit. Right? It is. I mean, that makes sense. It I need is. I need something to do while she's playing and and vice versa. She's actually really interested in it too. Yeah. Um we should have her on the show at some point. Yeah. Um, just so that you can finally eat her. Because I don't think you even know what my wife looks like. Um but I've seen pictures. Well, you probably do because of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's um, But she would the mo- like the making fun of me with, with you and her. In the <laughs> yeah. Um but no, she's been excited about this game since it was announced. Because I mean this is Merida fighting Grimlock. That's the selling. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, that was a selling point. And I was like, hey, it's Merida fighting Grimlock. And she's like, as long as she kills the dinosaur, I don't care. Because I hate Dinobots. <laughs> okay, we're not getting a divorce for you saying that. <laughs> but Oh, wow. So I'm excited. Yeah. This, this, is, this week is really all about waiting. Yes. Is what it is. Painful, painful waiting. Because between Horizon and the, um, and the Switch and Zelda... I, I I don't even I mean I'm just I'm just trying to make it through. Yeah. Um to make it through. All right. So speaking of Switch, uh, we're just going to jump right in. We'll probably do these stories out of order today. Uh GameStop 
it's okay to say the name of that retailer. I say it myself, even though I don't shop there. Uh, GameStop says... I just don't want to make you angry, that's all. (laughs) That the Switch will be ready. Well, they will have Switches there for you to walk in and buy on launch day. They have guaranteed that. Uh, They haven't guaranteed how many they will have. (laughs) But they will have them. You know, it's not going to be many. By any, you know, there's no way it's going to be that that much. I would probably say ten or fewer. So, what would you think? Is that probably right? Um, I would. Be, I mean, I would bet they probably have like three or four. Right. You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like so. I mean, but if that you have might it be enough. And you want to go buy it? Yeah. I mean, you go. Uh, Get in line. Go line up. Line up <laughs> at your local GameStop, uh, so that you can get in there and get one. So um, so yeah. So that's that. Uh, other thing that is going on uh, today goes on uh, tomorrow and Friday as well as the Dice Summit. Dice, which stands for yeah. Design, Innovate, Create, Entertain. Uh, it's kind. It's a big. It's a big Job. deal for the game industry. It's kind of and there are awards oh, yeah. at the end. It's kind of like the Oscars of the game awards there at the end there. And there's um. Their whole summit is almost it's almost like a GDC type thing. They have different people from different developers uh, go around and give talks on different things that are pretty interesting. This year, of course, you can see it. Um, there are a couple places streaming it. IGN was where um, I watched it. I didn't get to watch it a ton this morning, but I did get to watch, and I, I missed his name, but one of the people from Blizzard was giving a talk about Overwatch and the development of Overwatch, and um, some of the interesting things that he said was that Blizzard has, like, all this experience in fantasy and they have all this experience in sci-fi because of starcraft and they have all this experience in kind of gothic horror stuff from diablo but then with overwatch they were faced with just dealing with earth and they had never done that before and it was more of a challenge (laughs) than they expected it to be even though it's like a futuristic earth um but the other thing that, that he noted is that, like, you know, there's all kinds of games, like dystopian games, like Fallout and all that kind of stuff, but um, which have a pretty uh, bleak view of the world. And he says that Overwatch, they want to um, approach that with as uh, its future world. It's kind of effed up, but they're approaching it with hope and that, you know, these these heroes are going to be able to save things, um, which was really cool. And um, he went to a lot of, like, stuff, like, based on, like, the color of the cities and the colors of the characters and blah, blah, blah. But another really cool thing that he said is that in, like, he thinks all the, all the characters have really cool uh, backstories that they think that they're really interested. And then, you know, he talked about the whole, the whole Tracer thing where um, she was revealed to be gay when they released that holiday comic strip. And... And he said, I mean, he said that was extremely intentional. Like they're they're all about diversity and inclusion in developing that game. So, um, so yeah. So and he's like, how awesome is that? That we have not only a woman on the cover of our game, but a homosexual woman on the cover of our game. And he's like, that's never happened. I'm like, I don't know how. how probably be a long time before it happens again. So, um, yeah. So yeah. So that that talk was really interesting. Um, yeah. I, you know, I mean, listening to that, I had never really thought of it phrased that way. Yeah. Like, that they've never done Earth. Right. I know. Exactly. Yeah. But now that you say it, that's absolutely true, right? I mean, yeah. and I, you, and considering the way, because anybody could do Earth. Right. Right. Like, 
But nobody does Earth. Nobody does anything like Blizzard does stuff. Yeah. And I, I mean that not just as a fanboy, but like they dig deep and everything means something. Yeah. Every pixel is intentional um, and passed over by a half a dozen people. Um, and before it's passed over by half a dozen people, it's worked on by half a dozen brilliant people. Yeah. Um, that's just what they do. So the fact that they did Earth the way that they did, I mean, it's just a testament to how successful that game has been. It's still charting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this game is still charting. It was like the number eight selling game on PlayStation. Or so, no, it was the number, according to NBD, it was like the number eight selling game, platform agnostic, without including digital sales, which mm-hmm. considering it's a PC game, I mean, how many people got a nice gaming rig for Christmas and bought Overwatch as their first game? Right. right. Like, it's, this is, this is a, a event. It's crazy. And did you, did you see the thing about the potential new character? I, oh, yes, yes, I saw that. Effie. Okay. Well, Effie. <laughs> okay. Well, she's a little 11-year-old scientist girl. Oh, okay. Um, Polygon put up some clarifications that fans have figured this out. They don't believe that Effie is the character, if for nothing else, because I don't think that they would put a child soldier um, <laughs> from Africa into Overwatch. Yeah. But she's an inventor, and there is multiple references to... In visual, uh, the visuals for the game to a a, a quadru a uh, a quad tank mm. spider tank thing, yeah. Um, that she could theoretically pilot with a remote control, and yeah. It really wouldn't, yeah. I mean, it'd be a, a little bit kind of similar to uh, Diva, but different enough. Yeah. Um, I hope that is it, man. I would love like a big hulking, like literal tank. <laughs> Um, Why the, not? The other thing, when you said diva, it reminded me too. Is uh, I mean, there's all kinds of like, you know, there's all kinds of women's march stuff going on, like not only in this country but other countries around the world. And so the whole women's march thing in Korea, they adopted diva's sort of signia logo as like their 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 yes, their logo type thing. They had flags with it on and everything. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So um, it, it's kind of on brand for Korea. Let's be real. Yeah. That they would choose a character from an esport who is an esports player. Yes. To be there. Um, so it's on brand for them. I'm yeah. not saying that it's inappropriate. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And it's it, it just goes to show the power of those characters. Yeah. Um, But man, it's, it's such a good game. <laughs> oh, I can't. I just can't even. I mean, I, I it's just so good. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh I believe you. Maybe I'll get around to it at some point. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Like you'll get along like you'll get around to watching the first hour of Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, and like you'll get around to watching the ninth episode of season six of Game of Thrones. You know what I was thinking I knew about that, that was the coming. other day. I Isaac is going to, he's been playing, uh, I think I've said that, he's been playing Final Fantasy with Anna in there, watching him. She gets really excited about it. But they finished uh, the main story, like, not yesterday, yep. a couple days ago, they finished the main story. But she wants to keep wow. playing and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I've actually been thinking about that. You know what, maybe I, I will, like this week, when I don't have a lot of stuff to do, I'll just I'll just go through the first hour of Final Fantasy fifteen, and then I'll ha- make Steven, he, then he will have to watch game of thrones he will have to do it so i'm still contemplating I mean, that <laughs> the only thing i have to do is die that's it <laughs> i mean i'm just being real um 
But yes, I I can make that commitment. If you play through the first hour of Final Fantasy fifteen, I will one hundred percent before the next episode of Gaming with the Moms watch whatever that first ep- whatever episode you want me to watch. Okay. You got to tell me the episode title or something. You got to give me like some yeah. coordinates so I don't miss when I shoot at the battleship. But yeah. I will watch it. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see if I can do the Final that Fantasy thing. That is an absolute then. guarantee. You just got to email me and let me know when you did it. Okay. All righty. Uh, uh, so, yeah, but, like, uh, back to DICE. So that's the only um, – uh, like I said, the summit's going on for a few days. That's the only talk that I had the chance to watch. But it's being streamed. Uh, well, it'll be mostly over by the time this podcast goes live. And I've got a list of the um, the nominees here. Uh, oh, you do? I do, yes. So animation, best anim- animation inside Last Guardian, Overwatch, Street Fighter Five, and Uncharted 4, Art Direction, Battlefield 1, Firewatch, Inside, The Last Guardian, Uncharted 4, uh, best achievement in character, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, specifically for Nick Ray's, the character, Firewatch, Delilah, Firewatch, Henry, The Last Guardian, Trico, Uncharted 4, Thesan, Nathan Drake. Uh, original music, uh, Abzu. That's a game that I haven't had to play that I'm interested in playing too. Um, it's like an underwater, like snorkeling type thing. Have you? The, I, I assume you haven't had a chance to play that, Stephen. I have not, okay. but my understanding is it's just journey underwater, and I already had that experience enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know that it would be like I don't because I played Journey. I don't oh, think yeah. that a journey-like game would have the same resonance, you know. Ah, uh, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 it does. Um, so that's up for for music, along with Battlefield One, Doom, The Last Guardian, and Titanfall Two. Sound design, Battlefield One, Inside, The Last Guardian, Quantum Break, Uncharted Four. Lots of, you're you're hearing uh, lots of these happening again and again. Uh, best achievement and story, Firewatch, Inside, Oxenfree, That Dragon, Cancer, and Uncharted Four. Technical achievement, Battlefield One, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, Over uncharted 4 so i was gonna about to say over overwatched 4 um but no man's sky is still in there as you will notice because they did actually accomplish something really technically impressive um so it's nice that they're getting recognized for that even if people gave them a bunch of crap when the game came out um action game of the year battlefield 1 doom gears of war 4 overwatch titanfall 2 adventure game firewatch inside king's quest the complete collection last guardian uncharted 4 uh, I, I assume you're cheering at king's quest steven <clears throat> yeah man king's quest is great did you play it no i haven't played it oh man listen do you like puns <laughs> depends because <laughs> that game is like literally an entire pun. Okay. Like one of the episodes is a night to remember. K N I G H T. <laughs> like this is it's like that kind of game. Yeah. I think there's um where did I hear that? I think there's actually like a Harlequin romance novel named A Night to Remember with the K N I G H T. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm not saying it's original. You know what? I really love it for the voice acting. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, Christopher Lloyd Oh, and, okay. And some okay. of the other characters, like Christopher Lloyd, plays King Graham. Okay. On like he's older, and so he's telling the story to his granddaughter. Uh huh. And so he's telling the story of himself as he was younger, like going through some of his previous adventures. Uh huh. And 
some of them are beat for beat what happened in the previous games, you know. Yeah. Eh, eh, right, right. Yeah. Like they cover, some, but like it's it's just so funny. The animation is ridiculous. <laughs> the fact that it came out of this, uh, it came out of the Odd Gentleman, uh-huh. the people that did the Adventures of PB Winterbottom, right, 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 for 360. yeah. So like they made a random indie game, and all of a sudden they scored the 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 rights to do the remake to not the remake, but the the new King's Quest games, yeah. which is just insane. Um. It's just a really good, it's a good, I mean, it's a very wholesome, fun experience. Yeah. Very true to the old, like, King's Quest ways. I I am happy that it was nominated for Adventure Game because it is clearly, you know, it yeah. needed to be made. We're in that resurgence where lots of Adventure Games are out here. Yeah, if yeah. King's Quest wasn't part of that tableau, right, uh-huh. like if it wasn't out there, I think it really would have been a shame. Yeah. Right? So the fact that it did well enough to be recognized by their peers, I'm impressed. And I, it doesn't surprise me. It's a very well done game. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's heartwarming. Cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, I might have to check it out. I know Kelly um, Kelly Knox reviewed at least a couple of them for uh, for us at Pixelkin. I don't remember which ones they were, but she's, she really liked them. Um, so we're almost done with uh, nominees here. So Family Game okay. of the Year. Now, we've been talking about how crappy Family Game categories typically are, but this year they haven't been. DICE is the same way. So Family Game, Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Ratchet & Clank, Rock Band Rivals, and Super Mario Maker. So yep. those are all good ones. It's absolutely sick. Yeah. Just so, I mean, God. Thank, I mean, all of those games are really, really good. Yeah. Um, the Super Mario Maker, was that for 3DS? Was that the yes, 3DS the, port? The, yeah, it's the 3DS wow. one. Yeah. I mean, the 3DS version isn't even really all that great. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but but it's still really strong. Yeah. I mean, those, any one of those games is someone's favorite game last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there are rock band people that are just rock band people. Um, you know, if you wanted a Super Mario Maker, but you only had a 3DS, then that's your game. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Ratchet and & Clank and Do- Dragon Quest Builders, those were targeted very specific people. Yeah. But for a lot, I mean, we actually have a review for Dragon Quest Builders going up on my site by my son as oh, part of the EFG Kids Corner. Nice, nice. It is live as of this. Uh, spoilers. He likes it a whole damn lot. Right, yes. Um, and so they also have a fighting game of the year. Uh, and that go- the nominees are... This, this e- category is really funny every year. EA Sports, <laughs> UFC 2, Guilty Gear, yep. X3rd, whatever, however you say that, Revelator, Killer Instinct Season 3, Pocket Tournament. Pocket Tournament is up, Steven. Street Fighter V. And then... It's going to be Street Fighter V, even though it uh, should Yeah, I know. Um... Racing game. Tournament. Racing. There's only two nominees for racing game: Drive Club VR and Forza Three. Um, Role playing game: Dark Souls Three, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Hyperlight Drifter, Tom Clancy's The Division, and World of Warcraft Legion. So it's massively multiplayer, not just straight up role playing. Uh, yeah, they got everything. Sports game, as you might guess. FIFA 17, Madden 17, MLB 16, NBA 2K 17, and Steep. Oh, Steep is on there. That's interesting. That's the- Steep. Steep. <laughs> is, yeah, Steep is, and I've been kind of listening on the Twitters. You know, yeah, following. yeah. Steep is quietly very, very good. Like, everybody huh. that I know that has played it has been like, this game is way more zen than it should be, right? 
Okay. And they're just quietly like, this is cool. They're just like really digging it. I, I think that Steep, what's also cool about Steep is that it's not tied to a year, right? So this mm. is one of those games, whereas most sports games, it's like 2K17, they got to sell them all at once. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it sells all year, but like, it's never going to sell again after this next, yeah. right? Yeah. Steep, I think, is one of those games that I think is going to have a long tail because I absolutely, like, I'm interested in it. I just, I'm not $60 interested in it, right? Right, yeah. But, yeah. You know, the sales drop, They maybe they do a price drop, something like that. I'll absolutely buy it. And it's going to have a very long yeah. tail, which I think it's kind of neat that Ubisoft took that chance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I haven't played it. I just remember at E3, like, seeing that and then getting announced the announcement so back that. And we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> it was just yeah, right? it was so confusing. I was right? Like, I know. We um, were we were sitting in the Skype chat and the game came out and we were like, oh, this is gonna be Assassin's Creed. Here it comes it's Assassin's Creed and they're like, and how about skiing? And we were like, what? <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I got the press release for that before it came out on their thing. And I was looking at the press release and I'm like, I, I don't understand this. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just not reading it um, properly because my attention's being divided between two things. But yeah, no, anyhow. But I guess it's good. I, I guess it's good. I can't say whether it's good or not because I haven't played it. It just was really unusual to me <laughs> when it was announced. Oh, absolutely. Three, so. It's just really weird, but it, that's Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. It's Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, okay, so best strategy or sim game, Banner Saga 2, Deus Ex Go, Fire Emblem, Fates, Civilization 6, XCOM 2, let's see, Immersive Reality, Technical Achievement. That's fine. It's funny that they call that Immersive Reality instead of virtual reality, but anyhow. I think that's future-proofing it to include augmented reality. Mm. I think that's all they're doing. Oh, that's that's a good point. So, Eagle Flight, I Expect You to Die, Job Simulator, Super Hot VR, <laughs> and Tilt Brush. I don't know what Super Hot VR is. Um, and oh, then... Well, I'll tell you when you're done with the okay. categories. <laughs> and then for the, the game of the year, it's basically all of those... Minus Tilt Brush, and then um, the Dice Sprite Award, uh, which means it's I think it's it's in that's an indie that's a new indie indie award thing. Uh, 1979 Revolution Black Friday Firewatch Inside Super Hot and That Dragon Cancer are up for those. I, I'm really glad that uh, 1979 is getting so much love. It's you know it's such an important game and it's just awesome. Um, uh, handheld game of the Agreed. year, Dragon Quest Builders, Fire Emblem Fates, Kirby, Kirby, Planet Robobot, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and Severed. Uh, mobile game, Clash Royale, Crashlands, Gardenscapes, New Acres, Pokemon Go, and Reigns. Gardenscapes, New Acres, I, I don't know. I mean, I know exactly. I want to go buy, I, <laughs> I want to go download it now. Is it, is it a garden game? I know. I'm like, is it actually I, a gardening game? I wonder what this game is all about. Anyhow, I'm I'm, I, I'm I'm literally buying it right now. I'm sure you don't have to buy it. I'm sure it's a gotcha game. I can, I can, can absolutely. I'm sure that that's what the case is. Um, okay. Uh, outside online gameplay: Battlefield One, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, Tom Clancy's The Division. Uh, game design, I Expect You to Die, Inside, Overwatch, Owlboy, Uncharted 4. Game Direction, 1979, once again, Battlefield 1, Inside, Last Guardian, Unch Uncharted 4. And finally, Game of the Year, B 
Battlefield 1, Inside, Overwatch, Pokemon Go, and Uncharted 4. So, yeah, that's a lot. Woo. That's a lot. So, um, all right, so let me tell you about Super Hot. Do you know what Super Hot is? I like, do, do not. Do you, do you know what? Okay, so Super Hot is a game. Did you remember The Matrix? Of course, Stephen. <laughs> Listen, not everybody remembers it. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Yes, I remember. Did you, just, of, did you just of course me? Yes, anyway. I did of course you. I mean, come on. Like, if right, you're in the, so, the part of the geek community and you don't know The Matrix, that just, it's almost as bad as saying you haven't read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so anyhow. But wow. We'll, we'll let that go. Wow. Anybody listening knows that that was a shot fired. If you happen to be a new listener, that was a shot fired at me from our host. I just want to make sure you guys all know, I've been nothing but nice to this woman all day. <laughs> Um, and here I am getting fired at, I don't even know what I did wrong, but anyway, so, um, so it's, so in the matrix, uh-huh. you know, like eventually Neo learns the power of the matrix and he figures out that he can dodge everything like crazy. Yeah. Super hot is basically that. Okay. The idea is the only time bullets move or time moves is when you move. Oh, so okay. when you stand still. Things move incredibly slowly. So the idea is you have these crazy action levels that play out uh-huh. that uh, where there's like your one guy or girl. I don't know. It's they're just red bodies. And um, you have the you have to clear through all these enemies and you don't you start every level with no weapons. Uh-huh. And so like you can see a guy shooting at you and you be like, all right, well, you know, I'm standing still. So there's no bullet coming at me because it's just kind of standing there Uh but like if you move at all the bullet moves like at full speed so you have to like plan out all your moves very carefully and it turns like these crazy action sequences into kind of like a dance okay it's not like a i don't want to say it's like a rhythm thing because it's less rhythm and more like very careful planning and you can do things like you can shoot your bullet you shoot your gun until your bullets are gone Uh then you can throw a gun at a dude's head Uh and then if he gets hit any enemies that get hit with guns, they throw their guns in the air. So you can actually throw a gun at them, grab their gun out of the air, shoot their friend, shoot them. You can roll, you can slide. It's all sorts of nonsense. Now, that's just super hot. Super hot VR is that in VR. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's really cool in the, Vi- uh, in the uh, HTC Vive because you can dodge, like, in real time. Yeah. Because, you know, the HTC Vive is where you set the... You know, it's the one where you can move around and duck and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, Games with Jobs guys are, um, I don't know if you know who they are, but they're very enamored with Super Hot. That's like one of their favorite games of the year. Huh, okay. Year. All right, cool. Um, yeah, sounds like a... I'm sure Isaac would like it. A... That sounds like an Isaac, a, a game that Isaac might enjoy. He's a PC gamer, I'm sure, you know, right? So uh, he might kind of dig he's, it. He's kind of platform agnostic outside of, an, of Nintendo. <laughs> All right. Well, I I suspect that you. I mean, it's worth a shot. I mean, it's an easy game, so <laughs> yeah. I would imagine it's under twenty bucks. So yeah. Um, uh, okay. So um, 
Uh, all right, so I'm going to switch this to Steven here for a second. This is um, a platform for making games called Roblox. It's been around for a while. Um, I did a piece about it on Pixelkin like the first year that I started there. I think it was like in the fall of that year, Pixelkin, um, because yep. kids making games is all the rage. Um, but Steven, I went on, I went on the, the service for like... I don't know, like 20 minutes or whatever. I hopped on. I went into someone's game. I didn't understand what I was supposed to do, and I just left. And you know, I'm like, well, I got a, at least a decent idea for what this thing is. Um, but Steven recently went on because uh, there are some in his community who have heard things that it's not the greatest um, place possibly for kids to go. So Steven, want to give us a report on your experience with Roblox? All right, so, um, <laughs> like, I, I knew this was coming, right? Because I knew we were going to talk about this on the podcast today. And I mean yeah. and I mean this with all, se- like, in all seriousness, some part of me was like, maybe we should put a trigger warning at the top of the episode. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, like, so, but we're not going to. But the reality is, this is just, it's just, just not cool. So, here's the thing. Roblox gets compared People who play Roblox or people who are aware of Roblox know that Roblox is distinct from Minecraft. It's not the same thing at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, from 10,000 feet from parents who don't pay a huge amount of attention, they assume, oh, well, it's, an, uh, you know, it's a PC game that my kids play, simple graphics. It must mm-hmm. be just like Minecraft because every time I watch them play, running around, it looks just like Minecraft or they're building something because you can make games. Yeah. So it must be just like Minecraft. I'm going to go out and say this right now. If you are listening, spread this word to everyone you know. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that play this because they get 30 million unique viewers on their uh, service every month. Um, Roblox is nothing like Minecraft. And the biggest reason for it is it has significant chat functions. And um, I strongly believe that it is uh, that there's people doing bad stuff in there. So the, the reason that I went in and, and went deep undercover um, <laughs> as uh it, it is that there was a report that circulated around social media about a, a report from an Australian rugby player who said my son was playing this game and he and I am certain that he was being approached by predators mm-hmm. now i hear those things but i don't see screenshots i don't see video and i assume you know yeah maybe it's true maybe it was an isolated incident maybe it was true but you know really the lesson is this isn't about Roblox this is about you got to be with your kids you got to talk to them about stranger danger on the internet you got to mm-hmm. you know and my wife she she actually commented on a lot of people so a lot of her friends kind of posted like hysterical posts like oh my gosh we're going to delete Roblox and we're going right. to never let them touch this and she was like well you know just maybe watch them play you know whatever yeah. and another, and somebody else asked me who's actually a ER operator uh, for uh I think it's in Philly Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, like he's a first responder, he's around police all the time and he knows the, the, like the people that do this, that, that like to catch a predator kind of stuff. So he's right, like, should yeah. I be telling them about this game? And I was like, well, let me go look. And my wife and I came up with a plan. I was going to create a character. I was going to go in. I was going to play like an hour a week, uh, an hour a day for, you know, a couple of weeks, see if I found anything and then report back. It took me less than an hour to stumble across things that I will never be able to unsee. Um, so here's the, the bulk of it, right? Like the vast majority of the people using this game, I am certain are probably fine. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but the reality is there are two problems. One of them is a serious criminal problem. 
The other one is a casual issue, and I think it's the casual issue that is worst. Um, this is so Roblox is not a singular game. That's mm-hmm. one thing that a lot of parents don't understand. I yeah. actually talked to a woman at my day job today who assumed, oh, well, Roblox is just a game. It's like Minecraft. No, mm-hmm. it is not. It is Roblox itself is an engine with which to create games. Yeah. There are kids who, like with their parents, there's a YouTube series. There's a kid and his dad who make games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some you know? of them have actually and, made money making games on yeah, those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, which is cool. Yeah. Right? Like, that part of it is awesome. You know, creative tools, you can make stuff. But what it is is it's a platform where you can play all kinds of games, and there's all sorts of them. There's a whole – I signed in, and there was, like, 30 different games right on the front page. Mm-hmm. There was a town that you could go into and hang out, and they had a little park in a high. And then there was a high school where you literally go, and it gives you timers, and you go to class, and somebody role plays as the teacher. And there's a like a survival one where you're on an island and you have to do stuff. And there's a Pokemon themed one, which, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I stumbled into Shower Simulator. <laughs> right. Need I say more? So I clicked into this. I was like, "All right, guys, let's see, let's do this." Um. Here is how Shower Simulator works. Tell me this does not sound suspicious. <laughs> um, and it's probably not, but maybe it is. I don't know. So all it is is just a locker room. There uh-huh. is a big lot. There's a bunch of lockers with a bunch of outfits that you can click on. And one of them, they're all bathing suits um, that are uh, not gender specific, by the way, because I was a male avatar and I totally put on a bikini and was running around like crazy. And I couldn't figure out how to take it off um, <laughs> to put on shorts. Um, and so... There is a back room that is locked that uh-huh. has a water slide and all sorts of cool, like, like stuff to do. Yeah. But you have to be in the shower for an hour oh. before you can get into it. And wow. so I sat there, and it actually has a leaderboard for how many minutes you play. Uh-huh. That shows your username for who's hanging out in here a lot. Oh. I'm like, guys, come on. So what I did was I just wanted to see what's happening. So yeah. I went and sat next to a locker. Because you can see the whole chat room the whole time. And then I went and had, like, dinner. And I came back, and I was, like, almost ready to go into the back room. And I was like, nah, I'm out. So there's a game called Shower Simulator. Literally, it is Shower Simulator. There are chats. Now, there are lots of hashtags, which means those were blocked by my chat filter because I was eight. Mm. But almost the entire conversation that wow. in that whole chat room was hashtags. Mm. So I'm guessing I know what people were doing. Yeah. So... Um, and then I, so that's an issue. And then I went into one of the towns and the town was fine, right? Like the main little town square, there were kids walking around and then they were trying to like role play as a family and like go to the park. Yeah. And that was cute. It was fine until I found a party. Now a party is a private room that can have up to 50 people in it. And for all intents and purposes, this party was taking place on the, in the real world mansion. (laughs) It was just a room. It was just hallways with rooms full of dance floors Hot tubs, and then I got to the back, and it was it just teed out, right? Like, just a big, wide room uh-huh. with, like, 30 beds on the back. <laughs> now, I looked at this, and I was like, what? And then there were some private rooms. <laughs> but most of it was, and on every single bed, there were two avatars. Wow. Using the emotes that are available within the game um, while their characters were clipping. Because obviously there's clipping in the game um, to a to a very limited extent. Like you, there, there's collision detection, but you still clip if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you that aren't super gaming knowledge, clipping is when two character models kind of they don't stop when they hit each other. There's like always a little bit of clipping, um, you know, 
unless you're like crazy good. Um, and so it just means like the art overlaps a little bit. And so it might mean like two character models are kind of squished together, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I did not know that uh, the emote for doing sit-ups could be used for so many different things. So I was like, this is ridiculous. Some of the character names, I, many, like, I, was cont- I was taking screenshots while uh-huh. I was going, right? Yeah. And then eventually I realized that there's no way these violate my own publishing guidelines for screenshots on my own website. Yeah. Like, I couldn't publish them. Wow. So my article, there is an article called A Warning to Parents About Roblox on EngageFamilyGaming.com right now. It is artless, and the reason for that is because I couldn't, there's nothing I could do. All the screenshots that I would have taken were horrific. Um, so this is what I'm going to say. I don't necessarily think everyone should immediately go out and delete this game. If your kid's really invested in it, and they spend a lot of time, and they play it with their friends, I think this is one of those things where you need to sit with them. Yeah. And you need them to show you what games they are playing. Yes. Um, Because you know what? If they're playing in, like, the post-apocalyptic survival island thing, like, that was a low-population game, <laughs> I bet you they're just playing survival. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's these hangout, basically, chat room levels inside the game that I think is a problem. So, I mean, I've gone on a, a whole long time, and I yeah. thank you for giving me a platform to say yeah, that. But, yeah, no problem. Um, it's, it's, um, it was disturbing. I mean, the fact, I expected it to take a week. I thought it was going to be like, I was being this super slick, you know. Um, no, it was casual, like, and I don't know if these were adult, uh-huh. or if these were just 13-year-olds messing around. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, I have played World of Warcraft, which is a game populated mainly by adults. That game is rated T for teen. Um, and and actually, and it, like not rated because of online content, but for most part, T for teen. I have been to the human starting town. There's an <laughs> inn in there where the nonsense happens. I've gone into those rooms to see what happens. You know what? Nothing that I, I have never seen anything that was not just crass. Huh. Right? Crass. Yeah. I have never seen, and, and that is adults. Yeah. And I have never seen anything like this before. Wow. And they were all and and you're like, "Oh, well there's chat rules and there's 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 guidelines." I'm like, "No, they have circumvented everything." Yeah. These kids know how to break those rules and they say on their blog posts, "Oh, well we watch all this and we you can't watch everything. You yeah. have 30 million players." Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, <sighs> <laughs> when uh, when I did the story for Roblox, I mean, the whole thing that they pitched to me was the whole making your own games aspect. And then there, I mean, I don't know if it's the only place, but they there's there's a real chance to make some money if lots of people play your game. And I thought that that was really cool. Like they hooked me up with this 16 year old who had made like twenty thousand um, dollars by making a game and having people play it on Roblox. Oh, yeah. So um, love it. So so that that aspect of it, um, I think, is awesome. Um, and oh, yeah. I, it should be. I mean, it's a good tool for your kids, I think, to use to just to dabble in making the games, even if they don't go and play any other the games on that platform. Like, you know, I think like yeah. people need to understand that it's not just a game. It is a platform where you can play games or you can yep. make games. So, um, so yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> has its good, has its bad. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they claim that they have a really bit good vetting process for all that stuff, but again, 30 million players, there's not it's not a lot that, that you can do there unless you hired a community team yeah. of, like, 20,000. 
Um, the front okay. page. The front page had Shower Simulator. Oh, really? Wow. Show me your show me your extreme vetting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, I got. You. Shower Simulator was on the front page. Series huh. Rose. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um. All right, so moving on to other things. Um, more changes announced for Hearthstone now that they are changing the game to the Year of the Mammoth. So Arena Mode, uh, Arena Mode, which has been available pretty much since the beginning, is you pay 150 gold or a buck 99, and you go in and you, you pick your hero, and then you're offered uh, multiple uh, uh layouts of three cards and you pick a card then you get another three cards and you pick a card until you filled up your deck these can be any cards across any um <clears throat> any any specific class all this kind of stuff so um but uh, but up to this point it's been it's been wild and in, in other words you any card of anything anytime will come up uh, for you to possibly choose from. The way that they're changing that is they're making all the cards standard. So you're not going to have uh, all of the all of the, the cards available anymore. And also, even with um, some of the cards that are allowed in standard itself, they're removing some of them that uh, basically like easy to clear the board cards, like the uh, Flame Strike card for the uh, the mage which does four damage to all of the enemy minions so those are going to be showing up less uh than the other cards too so that's interesting i haven't done arena in a really really long time because i was always really bad at it uh and i didn't want to waste my gold on it but um but yeah so that's just yet yeah, one more change that are that's coming to hearthstone and i'm pretty i i was talking to my husband about it last night i'm pretty sad that some of the classics are going away like forever for way they're like they blizzard said they're making a hall of fame for these people and honestly i'm I'm really sad that ragnaros is one of them i'm gonna be sad to see ragnaros go i love Ragnaros. but at least they're giving you full at least they're giving you full dust value and you get to keep the card yes yes um but yeah because he's just been like like i remember when i started playing and I didn't have him. And I ran up against him in battles like a lot. And I was like, oh my god, this guy is so cool. This was the first card that I crafted. The very first card that I crafted was Ragnaros because I never got him in a pack. So um, so yeah, it's a special place in my heart for Ragnaros. So I'm s sad that he's going. But um, Yeah, but <laughs> it's, 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 the only, it's the best way to keep it. It's, yes, it is yeah. the best way to keep the game healthy. Yeah. Um, they are doing these are all the tricks that magic did and magic has had to do yeah um the cool part is they have the advantage of being able in their limited format which is arena to be able to make real changes yeah just in arena without having to change anything else like in order for wizard to make a fix in limited mm -hmm. um they, they've never been able to do it they would have had to change the way packs were printed mm. and like it's not just coding, it's that entire manufacturing process that goes into taking these big sheets of cards that are randomized yeah. and having them put in a pack. So, like, they, changing a manufacturing process to affect limited, um, whereas Blizzard can just be, like, variable changed piece. And, <laughs> you know, being able to make it, like... It, I'm sure they set it up to make it so that they could make changes on the fly. Yeah. Um, and I think it, I think it is important. Um, the four cards that they have made changes on that are going into the Hall of Fame and coming out of the classic set 
I think they were good decisions, you know? At Like, the reality is Azure Drake yeah. was going in everything. He yes. was like, all right, well, I'm automatically going to include this. It's a five, dro- a five drop for a 4-4 four, four with plus one spell damage. Yeah. Of course I'm going to play him. <laughs> right. uh, Ice Lance. Mm-hmm. Ice Lance. Like, the Frost Mage archetype is built because Ice Lance exists. So, yeah. like, I think it's a... They needed to... They wanted to be able to promote... Um, you know, they wanted to be able to promote like new and fresh decks, yeah, and not have people be like, "All right, so how am I going to make this? What deck? What cards am I going to put into my Frost Mage deck?" Right, right. Oh, anything else? Well, no, then I'll just play Frost Mage using all my standard cards, and everything will be fine. So, yeah. no, I I like it. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. So that update is dropping sometime soon. Uh, they say end of February, which is next week. So. Um, I got a note when I was playing last night about latency and lag issues, so I wonder if they're getting ready to start rolling that out now. Um, Probably. Yeah, so um, so that's that. Let's see. Uh, there's going to be a new RPG from Square. Oh. Uh, see, this is oh, why I, I knew I had to oh. include this uh, in oh, our news lineup. Because well, because I was going to include it even yeah. if you didn't. Oh, <laughs> okay. my God. So it's called... I Pro- might need a minute alone. <laughs> It's called Project Prelude Rune, um, and it's being developed by a a brand new um, studio for Square. Um, The studio themselves, they used to be um, part of Bandai Namco, and they did the Tales series. Uh, So, um, but yeah, so they're making RPG for for Square. So, go ahead, Steven. What's so exciting about this one? Um, All right, so, I mean, the art is, like, the, the art that they included as part of the announcement, this is just concept art, but mm-hmm. seriously, put this on your phone right now. It's some of the prettiest fantasy art we've seen in a while. Um, Here's what's noteworthy. Uh, Square Enix. Um, I don't know. People who have been playing Final Fantasy will notice that Final Fantasy's, um, you know, robots and guns recently. <laughs> um, And this is very much sword and sorcery fantasy. I showed this to the general. Um, yeah. And she, who is... Huge fan of sword and sorcery RPGs, not so much with the machine guns. Yeah. Um, and she was like, hey, look, it's a Square Enix RPG I'll actually play. Um, <laughs> and the team behind it, I mean, you're going to take some people from the Tales games and put them in it, give them, like, square freedom yeah. and let them make a game. I mean, obviously, it is in very early development. This is concept art, more just saying, hey, check out what Square's doing. Yeah. I am so okay with this this is i cannot wait um this is this is i mean it's really exciting to see square enix making more rpgs um opening another studio i mean this is the second studio they've opened in as many years remember they opened mm-hmm. tokyo rpg factory oh all right tokyo rpg factory was two years ago but still so two two studios yeah. making rpgs in three years if you are a jrpg fan you gotta be happy yeah I mean, yeah that dragon, um, though. Yeah, the dragon, dragon looks though. pretty cool, yes. I mean, I know you like you some dragons. Yes, yes. Um, That's a pretty cool-looking dragon. Just, <laughs> I'm just going to run through a couple more news stories real quickly, then we'll go into what we're playing. So there's a Mass Effect pack coming to Cards Against Humanity, which is pretty funny to me. 
I have no idea what <laughs> how this is going to work into Cards Against Humanity. Although my friend, who is my not Stephen, my local friend, who is crazy board game friend and has Cards Against Humanity, will definitely be getting the Mass Effect pack, so I can find out the next time I go over to her house. Uh, anyhow, so um, and then just other really really quickly, the head of Bioware uh, tweeted at um Guerrilla Games and said that Horizon Zero Dawn is awesome. You know, it's great to make new stories and new IP and can't wait to play it. So that's cool. It's nice to see one developer recognizing the achievements of another and calling them out in that way. Yes, it is. Rather than everybody complaining about everything and trying to compete and whatnot. Um, All right. So that's the news for this week, unless I missed something. Stephen, did I miss something? Um, not, I mean, realistically, we cover just about everything. Um, you know, I'm glad that we, we talked about the, the Overwatch character that's probably going to get announced very soon. Yeah. Um, and this, and the new Square RPG. Other than that, this has been a very slow week. It has been, it has been. I think everybody's at dice, honestly. Um, yeah. So, um, all right, so let's move into what we're playing. I'm actually, I have a quite a bit that I've been playing this week, which is pretty cool. So I've been playing Hearthstone. Um, I'm trying to play with my, my guys as soon as, as much as I can <laughs> before I can't use them anymore. I have Ragnaros in my current deck and I loved using him. Um, I have an Azure Drake in there too. So, um, uh, but anyhow, so yeah, so I've been playing that quite a bit. Uh, I played more Fantasia, uh, Disney Fantasia Music Evolved. It's actually turning out to be a really nice exercising tool because I, uh, well, I don't know. Who knows if it's the if it's playing that game or if it's actually not eating crap, but I've been losing a little bit of weight. Probably can be attributed to both of those. Um, and then uh, this morning, while I was waiting for Night in the Woods to download, I went back uh-huh. into to No Man's Sky because I hadn't done that, and I was on my PS4. I was like, oh, well, you know, why don't I just don't do this? So I went to their creative mode, um, I didn't get very far, you know, their UI is still kind of clunky and there's not a lot of indication of how to do what you need to do, at least in the beginning, but I was starting to build a base. I was, you know, I was still doing the stuff that you do when you explore, you run around, you break things to get elements and you scan things, uh, like animals and whatnot to, to put them into your journal. Um, but okay. the thing that's nice about creative mode is there's no... There's no restrictions on your air supply or any of that stuff. So you can run around like indefinitely uh, looking at a planet. You don't have to run back okay. to your ship, you know, all the time once you run out of air. And that makes it nice. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's basically creative mode in Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. You just do the whatever the hell you want. Yeah, exactly. So that um, sounds great to me. Yeah. Uh, The one thing that they have put in the base building, though, is that some of the stations need to be manned by people. So you do have to go to the station, the space station, and recruit people there to come back and work at your base. Um, Like I said, I just got started, so I haven't done any of that yet. And I can imagine that things will get really cool once you start doing that. Um, Specifically, I'm really interested in the farming aspect because, you know. That that would be awesome, but anyhow, so Just I, because I, you have a problem with things I, that let you grow plants. Um, but, uh, but once Night in the Woods finished downloading, obviously I hopped into that. I, not very far in it at all, but it's already hilarious. The writing in that game is so good. Oh my God. If you have like a dry kind of sense of humor, like I do, <laughs> you're just going to love this thing. You are going to love it. It's just, it is freaking hilarious. Um, so what else? I think, I think that's it. 
Um, looking forward, I hopefully, well, I'm going to. I'm going to finish Night in the Woods this week so that I can play Horizon next week. Uh, on top of throwing in games of, oh, Halo Wars 2. I've also been playing that too, but that should just be a given. I don't think anybody needs to guess that so I've been playing that. Or it's not. your obligation. <laughs> yes, it's my obligation. It's your obligation. So. Uh, all right, Stephen, how about you? Um, I have not played a gosh darn thing. What? How weird is that? Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, I there's just been a lot going on. Um, okay. I am you know so I have not really I I have not played every time I have sat down to try and play something. Uh, something else has come up. Mm. Um, so I yeah since last we spoke I have not played a single video game. Um, wow, which is depressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Part of it is that the games I was playing on my phone, uh, I lost them all because I had to re I had to uh, reset my phone to factory defaults, oh, and so that's I haven't downloaded them all yet. Yeah. Um, but with that said, um, I am you know kind of I'm kind of kind of enjoying a little bit of a break because I'm going to be playing like a crazy person right. um, for you know the next month or so. Yeah. Um, I, I, one thing I will say is I'm getting ready. You know, there's lots of board game stuff coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. Toy Fair was this past weekend, so I've been playing board games. I have a board game event at my house this sa uh, this Saturday where I'm going to try and get some games done so I can review them. That's the one thing that's difficult about board games is I can't just play them by myself. Right. Um, yes. So it becomes a, like, I need minions to help me do this work. Um, you know, but I just, I have been kind of moving towards that, and it's almost spoiler season for another Magic the Gathering set, and that's just crazy. Really? Um, so yeah, already. Yeah. Didn't that just happen? Didn't I hear you talking about that? Just yeah, happening. Well, the next set ago. comes out in April. Okay. Like the middle of April, so okay. we're like a month out from spoiler season. Um, but they um they showed this week. If you want to go to my Twitter, um, even if if you like art, <laughs> go to my Twitter. I put out a tweet of uh, some land that they put out. Um images of full art land that they put out uh you know one of each of the five basic land types uh -huh. and they are absolutely stunningly gorgeous hmm. um and it's worth it just for the art um the next set is egyptian themed hmm. um which i think has the potential to be really cool um and the art from these lands which really what's cool about showing off land is it doesn't really say anything because mm. land are land they don't do anything special um but just from an art perspective they like really kind of help show off the flavor of the set without ha without telling us, oh well, this is what the abilities are, and like mm. you know, this is what the like we just get to know. All right, cool. There's sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like even the island has sand. Right. Um, so, um, I'm I'm a big fan. I mean, I am so I am casually getting excited towards that. Not you know like freaking out, but you know, it's a thing. <laughs> but I'm gonna yes. uh, this time next week. I will likely have at least put a couple hours into Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm very excited. Can't wait. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Steven sent a very, I'm sure what he thinks, clever tweet to us today <laughs> right before we started wait, What do you show. mean? That wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, right. Okay. It was Engaged Family Gaming. Someone else obviously yeah. got into your account and tweeted. So I have to share this with your listeners. So Engaged Family Gaming tweeted at Gaming with the Moms. So tell me, how exactly did your co-host Steven end up so charming and intelligent? 
And apparently that that was not Steven that tweeted that. It wasn't that. me. It wasn't <laughs> me. You have no proof that it was me. No proof. I, you're right. You're right. These, I don't. These are, I, these are foul and baseless accusations. <laughs> um, but real questions <laughs> can be tweeted at Gaming with Moms as well. Um, Steven, as mentioned at the top of the show, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. They do lots of different things. Steven, what do you want to talk about this week? You know, the biggest thing I want to promote is uh, my podcast. Uh, okay. If you like listening to me ramble on about games, but maybe you want to hear me talk about board games a little more. Maybe you want me to talk about something else. It's fine. Uh, I would love to have you do that. Uh, the podcast is called Engage, a family gaming podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, and on Stitcher. S you know, subscribe, review, share it with your friends, all that stuff. I would love to have more people listening to my show so that one day I could be as cool as Nicole. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. <laughs>